good early morning to you. It is August 21st, 2022. I am your host, Ms. Suyu, and this is The Whole Truth. It's raining here. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, bringing it to you. What is war? Part five, and I am coming up on this subject more after this. meeting people, talking to people, getting to know people. Who are you? I know you want to know who I am. By talking, I can kind of give you a hint as to who I am. Probably don't want you to know who I really am. (laughs) You might not like me if you find out who I really am because I'm a human being and there are things that I do that make people feel like they aren't wanted. They aren't needed. They're disrespected. Not that I intentionally mean to be that way, but sometimes it happens. And I have to stop and think about what I'm doing and what I'm saying. As we get older, we are supposed to get wiser. That's what I was told. As we grow, as we age on our journey, we're supposed to learn something. Sometimes we see other people do things and we watch them and we start acting like the people that we are around, friends and family. We get caught up in the moment. And that's not good if we're doing things that make other people feel uncomfortable or we are disrespecting or violating someone else. But when we're around people that cause so much conflict and war, how do we feel? What do we think? What do we do? And not that, you know, we're looking for trouble, but we notice it. When we're around people that caused so much conflict and war. I think they need to get a hold of themselves. Hey, why don't you just stop, slow down a little bit and, you know, grasp yourself. Check yourself. Take an inventory of yourself every day. Make a checklist. Go down the checklist every day. And ask. At the end of the checklist. Did I cause conflict? Did I cause war today? Or did I cause so much conflict that it can start a war? Am I entitled to some peace and happiness in this world? 
in this land of the free? When is it over? When is this conflict thing that causes so much confusion and war? Where does it end? And when I'm around people that I don't quite understand and I try to correct instruct it doesn't work because sometimes people don't listen they don't care about what I say they have other things to do with their time than to listen to me and I'm not making sense especially if they have their own mind made up about their conflict is so justified they've been doing it for a while that's their world that's how they construct their lives So who am I to tell them what to do, how to live their life? They're not going to give a hoot about my opinion, my feelings, my rights. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy and ask me, who do I think I'm talking to? Who do you think you're talking to? You're not talking to me. So it's a waste of time. Why do I face conflict when there's so much war going on inside of other people? And how do I end the war? I can take some responsibility for the war that's in me. Before it gets out of hand. You know, sometimes one person can do things and say things and it causes, it ignites, it explodes. And wow, that explosion can cause a lot of damage or chaos. And sometimes people, they don't mean harm. They don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. But you have some people. They're not going to change. And that war will continuously be there. It's not going anywhere. So why am I wasting my time trying to figure things out and correct the problem? When it's not my problem. Why am I continuously trying to fight a war and it's not my war? It's shady. It's shabby. It's corroded. Why am I involved? Because it's the world that we're living in when it's so much corruption, mess, decay, fraud, crime, and all of that other mess that doesn't even need to be there. People addicted to conflict, some kind of personal war, and now I become part of that problem? I'm acting like them? Do I need to get away from them? Would it help? I don't know. But I was looking for answers, and I wanted to study more about war how war affects people 
I wanted to get more understanding. I went to exploringyourmind.com. I found that website. It's pretty interesting. And I think that people should take a look at that website. And maybe they can really understand what I'm really trying to say. There's an article. People addicted to conflict are at war within themselves. Are people really addicted to conflict? Is that really serious? It seems like every day you can't say anything nice to people. They take it the wrong way. If you talk about the truth, reality, they don't want to hear it. It seems like you're walking on eggshells when you talk about the truth, what's really going on, reality, and how they treat people. And it, oh, wow, what what did you say? Did you say that? Not to people that are at war within themselves. It's like you're talking to a glass window and it's breaking when you speak like you caused the problems when the problems are not even yours to begin with. And then you're not getting any trophy, an award, a paycheck for trying to deal with those problems or help people with those problems. It's not even your situation to be involved with those problems. But sometimes we get caught up around people that have hidden conflict, addictions to conflict. And what do we do? People addicted to conflict are at war within themselves. Then how did I get here? So now I am the one with the problem? (laughs) How did it spill over to me? Written and verified by the psychologist Valeria Sabatar. Or Sabatur. This article. Last updated November 15, 2021. Living with people who are addicted to conflict is like living in a minefield. Oh, really? So if I'm in a house and I have this person living there that's addicted to conflict, there's some serious problems there. Right there. I might as well stop. Right there. Period is at the end and understand something. I'm living. It's like living in a minefield. Their very presence creates a bad atmosphere. They unsettle people who know that it will only take a moment, a comment, a gesture, or a word to make them jump on us. Furthermore, they fill the air with tension and infect us with their desire to fight their internal wars. I can't say anything without this person all over me. Taking it the wrong way, I didn't even mean it that way. But now we're here. How did we even get to this point in the conversation? It wasn't even supposed to end this way. And they know it. 
And I'm trying to convince them that it's not supposed to end this way. And I didn't mean it that way. And then they apologize. And then a week later, it's like they didn't apologize because they're in the same mood. Creating more conflict. Because they're addicted to conflict like this article says. So when I'm around someone like that, do I just put a zipper on my mouth? Do I just put tape on my mouth? Just go around and not talk when I'm around someone like that? Do I just shut down and isolate myself? I'm human. Come on now. I'm supposed to just be quiet all day, sit there and not say anything and let people just say whatever they want to say to me and treat me any kind of way. I am just supposed to accept anything and go along with anything. And if I do say something or do something about it, now I'm the person that's causing conflict and I have a problem. I'm addicted to conflict now. It's not them. I am going to say something but what I said my comment is the problem not the fact that they're jumping on me or they're talking to me like I am a slave or a piece of property in a dehumanizing way that's not the problem it's me I should shut up and then if I keep my mouth shut they won't be addicted to conflict oh really please come on give me a break That's an excuse for not being responsible for controlling the attitude and the behavior and the emotions that cause so much conflict or that goes along with the conflict. We've all known people who are conflict seekers. We aren't talking about problem seekers that we can find in everyday secondary classroom. They are just simply trying to cope with adolescence and trying to find their identity. We are, however, talking about a very specific type of person who seeks to destabilize, break the family harmony, create disputes between neighbors, and start pitched battles at work. Why do people do that? Create arguments. Confusion at home, confusion in public, confusion at work. Why? Why do we have to live like this in a world like this? Some people are smart. They have a way of creating conflict and confusion. And they act like the people that are dealing with this tension and confusion and the mood swings, they act like they are the problems. The people that seem like they are so unstable, dealing with people that cannot control their emotions, their anger. How do we deal with people like that? We somehow become the victim of circumstances when we react to people addicted to conflict. It seems like every day I have to deal with the same thing. I'm going over the same thing. Why am I back at 
this point. <coughs> I thought I was finished. But no, I'm going over the same thing. It seems like the same argument. Why? <clears throat> Is it something that the addict wants? I don't know. But I'm surely convinced that the addict is getting attention. I'll be back with more. they're like you're not gonna have a happy ending when it comes to war that's probably what they believe that's their side but as far as I'm concerned I want to reduce the conflict people addicted to conflict the anatomy of anger we could only say that the best strategy to deal with conflict addicts is to avoid them. However, we can't solve everything in this life by escaping out the back door, nor by distancing ourselves from them or deleting them from our list of contacts as social beings we are obliged to live together. We should also be aware of the possibility that we are one of these, one of those people ourselves. Are we perhaps someone who resorts to conflict when we are facing things we don't know how to handle? It is noteworthy that it is a social worker's lawyer's, psychologist, or psychiatrist 
right? It is social workers, lawyers, psychologists, or psychiatrists that often find themselves in contact with this type of person. So it doesn't matter who we are. What our profession is, we deal with people that have conflict. They bring conflict to us. And sometimes it feels so trappy when people come to us and they lay it out for us to deal with. And I think about the way they were raised, their mother, their father, their sister, their brother, their cousins, their family. Did they teach them when they were growing up that conflict? Promoting conflict and elaborating and producing conflict. Creating conflict isn't the way. It isn't healthy. We're not going to have a lot of healthy friends if we continuously harbor conflict reproduce conflict we nurture conflict we plant conflict what do we really want what are we trying to do when we continuously feed off of conflict what kind of life is it do I really want to live my life dealing with conflict and living conflict do I want things to get better do I really care about people or is it just me I only care about me is that the life I want to live is that the kind of world I want I like this article. And I think there are more paragraphs that I can read and study. But I think I really made my point clear. I think people really understand what I'm trying to say and how I feel right now. I think I have some friends that can say I understand. Because it's not easy when you're around someone that is so uneasy, unsettled, and unhappy. And I have to guess at what they're trying to do, what they're really saying, and what they really want. I'm trying to make them happy at the same time I'm trying to maintain. It's not good. It's not working. And sometimes I have to get help. When I'm dealing with situations like that. Sometimes, honestly, I really don't want to be around people like that. I could care less about setting myself up in that environment. But we have a world. And that is the truth. We were born into a world. And in that world, we have people. They stir up hostility and conflict to get themselves some kind of pleasure. 
Yes, out of doing what they're doing. And it's sad because so many people do not even want to hang. They will distance themselves from people like that. That's the truth. That's reality. They don't want to even live next door to people like that. They don't even want to be in a community with people that constantly raise conflict. And we want to guess at why people do not want to associate with us. Why people pack up and leave the neighborhoods that we live in because they don't want to deal with our conflict. Our attention-seeking behavior that attracts people. And when people leave our community, our neighborhood, because we do not know how to control our emotions, when they will not live with us, when they will not work with us, some people say, I've had enough. And I will not subject myself to other people's problems. Their anger, their hate, their cruelty. It's best for me to move on. Now, I did my best to live here. I did my best to work here. And I did my part. In this atmosphere. But it's the best thing that I've ever done for me. And I'm happy I made that decision to separate myself from people that can cause me more harm than good. And I can cause myself more harm than good by continuously aiding and nurturing that type of behavior and I hope not to all of the people out there that support me Miss Sue Yu I greatly appreciate all that you do and may all of your days and evenings your long nights your long days at work your dedicated time that you offer to people May it be worth your while, your time. May it be an inspiration. And really contributes to a much better world. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. If you are in that part of the world and you are within the weekend the rest of this summer and I hope to talk to you soon